This week's episode of The Curious Podcast is brought to you by you, our valued listeners. If there are any topics you would like to hear us talk about, you can submit your suggestions at curious.podcasts at gmail.com. Also, if you want to show us some love and support, why not pop over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash The Curious Podcasts. Hello everyone and welcome no, to... No, an... no, I said... Uh, okay, hang on a second, we've just got to, uh, got to wait no, for no, to finish no. this. No, I said Tom Cruise's. No, I didn't, no, no, I mean Tom Cruise. Yeah, it, well, he was called Tom's Cruise's. It seems like what? we're having a bit of an issue with the guests. Why would I want a crew... No. What do you mean? Don't blame Drew. Uh-huh. Yes, Cindy, we don't talk, so don't blame me. Right. So I'm going to travel all the way down here to get on a boat and do the podcast. I mean, come on, Cindy, come on. Wait. We'll, we'll have to try again next week. Right. All right, bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another week of the Curious Podcasts with me, Dr. Trusifer, and the very infuriated Richie Lawless. I suppose. So it seems like we're having a bit of an yet another issue with regards to uh, the guest being booked by Cindy. Mm. Do you want to tell us what what's happened there? Well, I asked for Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. Okay. She was like, right, no problem. Then I get a phone call this morning from Tom's Cruises down isn't, south. I was going to say, isn't that in Wales? Somewhere there, it's definitely not here. Um, I think she might need to hear it. Or a replacement battery in the one she's already got, who knows. Um, so yeah, welcome to the most amateur podcast on the internet. And if you know one that's more amateur, please let us know so we can make fun of them instead. In the meantime, we'll just be making fun of ourselves. Mm. Okay then. Well, now that we know that yet again, there is no guest... Um, Let's crack on with the show. But there is one, sorry, there is one that's booked for, not next week, the week after. I can't say who it is, but let's just say... They will definitely, definitely be appearing on the show. The interview will be fire. And that's all I'm going to say. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. Well, this week, um, I have got... Herpes? Oh, no, I got that years ago. So the topic I'm going to be talking about is that the Dark Ages supposedly were a lie. Yeah, I've heard this one before. Yeah, it's one called the Phantom Time Hypothesis. Heard it, you heard of that? Yeah. Uh, we've got some fan mail, uh, as usual. Uh, we've got some emails that, uh, for Richie's Corner. Uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, all to come. All to come. Well, let's crack on with the main topic of the day. Before I do that, have you got a Mandela effect for us this week? Uh, Talk about putting us on the spot. Uh, No. (laughs) I think we've abandoned the Mandela effects at this point, haven't we? It's not that well, there's loads of them, but a lot of them are crap. Too easy to debunk. I'd say, ooh, this colour wasn't in the alphabet. That doesn't even make sense. 
Well, there is a thing about, uh, and this isn't a Mandela effect, it's just, would you just see in there that that colour wasn't in the alphabet? There is actually the topic that might be worth uh, touching on it later on down the line. Is that originally the colour blue didn't exist? Oh, okay, it's we, we, we didn't actually see the colour blue, it was just variations of green. Um, so it, might, it might be worth touching on that at some point. But let's crack on with the Phantom Time yeah, hypothesis. Because you've down enough notes to. Publi- pu- doesn't it to publish a novel? Aye. Well, the Phantom Time hypothesis is a theory that's been put forward by a German historian called Herbert Illig and several of his colleagues. Uh, now, they're proposing that we don't live in the 21st century. That we in fact live in the 18th century. More specifically, the year is 1726, not 2023. And he's explaining it by saying like a big chunk of the Middle Ages never happened. Specifically, the years 1614 AD to 911 AD. And how this comes about is that he says in... The year 1000 AD, not BC, there was a conspiracy between the church and the Holy Roman Emperor to change the calendar. Uh, He goes on to say that uh, several historical stories, mainly things dealing with uh, the Roman Emperor Charlemagne, never happened. Mm -hmm. They were all all fictitious. And Charlemagne was made up, was designed as propaganda to support the change in the calendar uh, that would that was supposed to have happened and the idea is is that the change would have given the emperor and the pope more power now to backtrack to, to, to get up to this point you know, throughout history there's different cultures have each had their own like different versions of a calendar, like some based on seasons, others on the sun, others on the moon, and so on. But as the Roman Empire expanded, all these different type, all these different types of calendars were making things like commerce complicated. Mm-hmm. So in forty five BC, Julius Caesar proposed a standard calendar. To be used by everyone throughout the empire, and that is where we get the Julian calendar from. Okay. Now, the Julian calendar worked on a tropical year or solar year, where the year was three hundred and sixty-five days and six hours, rather than three hundred and sixty-five days for three years, and then th- no. Yeah, so it's nearly a leap year, isn't it? Yeah, and it's three sixty six in a leap year. Sometimes I get confused over that, and I don't know why. I think it's stupid. Yeah, so yeah, so originally a year was three hundred and sixty five and a quarter days. Uh-huh. And um, what happened? is that they discovered that 
the 365 and a quarter days wasn't as accurate as they thought it was. Mm-hmm. That the year was about 11 to 12 minutes shorter than what they thought. So it was only 365 days, 5 hours and 48 minutes. So how was this addressed? How was this fixed? Well, that's where the Gregorian calendar comes in, right. which was, which is named after, Pro, uh, which is named after Pope Gregory the Thirteenth, who was the guy who made it. Right. Now, by the time he had made it, it had been estimated that because of this discrepancy of eleven to twelve minutes. The Julian calendar was resulting in a loss of a full day every 128 years. So by the time the Gregorian calendar came out, 10 full days had been lost. Doesn't sound a lot, but it would make a difference, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, as time goes on, yeah, it'll make a difference. Now, this was, I think it was 1548, I think it was, when the Gregorian calendar was... In, was... Um, May, no, sorry, 1582. Where am I getting 48 from? That might appear somewhere later down the line. I might, I might be getting numbers mixed up. Um, oh, there we go. I've actually already found it 48. Looking further down the roads. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so... 1582 uh, saw the introduction of the Gregorian calendar, which was designed to... Bring Easter back into synchronization with the equinox, because what happened, I think, the 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 church liked for Easter to be around March twenty first. Yeah. But by the time it came to Paul Gregory working out the math, Easter was landing on March eleventh. Is this why Easter is always different each year, kind of? Mm-hmm. But it's ironic looking at it because right now it is April 6th and Easter's this weekend. It's weird that it's on a March, though, wasn't it? I remember, the last one I remember on a March was um, 08, which was that a leap year. 08 would be a leap year, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, so that might be something that's worth looking into a bit more it, it, as a as maybe like, I don't know, maybe like a bonus episode after this or something. Yeah. It is to find out why is it that we're now getting Easter on the 6th, 7th, 8th. Why it's going to be on the 9th of April instead of the 11th of March. That That's a full month. Yeah, so that, over, over time, then, yeah. days of... Well the, well, the amount of time that's gone by since 1582 to now uh-huh. would definitely not account for that. Right. Because if anything, if there was a discrepancy, Easter would be falling back again. Right. But now Easter's ahead by a month. So that's actually, yeah, that's something I didn't pick up on when I was doing my research. But yeah, so Pope Gregory, in, so the, the the Gregorian calendar to bring Easter back into sync with the Equinox. It's just kind of what we're talking about the other day with, um, what was it? What were we on about again? About how there should have been 13 months and stuff and 28 days in a month. It's linked, but that the thing about the, the 13 months, I, I think that would be like the really old system um, before the Julian calendar came in. 
because the moon cycle is 28 days. and Yeah, the, the, the lunar cycle, a lunar month is 28 days. Yeah. So that would have been the type of calendars that happened before Julius Caesar brought in his calendar in 45 BC. So what we were talking about is, is before 45 BC. Right. This is all stuff that's happened this side of it. Um, oh, let's track here. Yeah, so Pope Gregory's trying to get Easter back to being at March 11th instead of March 21st. Uh-huh. Um, no, sorry, back to March 21st instead of being at March 11th. Yeah, so it's falling about you. God, I'm getting myself all mixed up, yeah? Okay, so what happened in 1582? People went to bed on October 4th. And when they woke up the and next day... dead? Possibly. Because the next thing they knew, it was October 15th. They, they skipped 10 days. I've done that before. Do you know when you press snooze on your alarm and you wake up 10 days later? Yeah, it's happened a few times. Especially during school. Oh, I... <laughs> However, for anyone who's been paying attention, you may have realised that the math doesn't add up. Because I mentioned... That we lose a full day for every 128 years. Right. Or we were losing a full day for every 128 years. And from 45 BC to 1582 AD, that was actually 12.71875 days. Not 10 days. So nearly 13 days. Mm Mm-hmm. So what happened to these other three days? And more importantly, what happened to the time concerning those three days? The 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 time represented by those three days or two point seven days? Okay. Because what we're talking about there is a discrepancy of three hundred and forty eight years. A long time. Now that is a long time. You can't just mess the dates up that much, and like expect nobody to know. Yeah, knows. there's gonna be some major like. We're not that smart as humans, like oh, we're really. No, but we're also not that thick. Mm. Yeah. So while you're getting the drink, tell your grandma you can while you're through there as well. There's a the type of content you don't usually get on the podcast. Now, even though there was a discrepancy of 348 years, or 12.7 days, Pope Gregory's change did actually put the calendar back in sync with the equinox. So you would think if there's a 348-year discrepancy, that would mean Easter's not, still not going to be falling on March 21st with that 10-day shift. But it did. Yeah. So, what happened? Well, the conclusion is, is that somebody else had already adjusted the Julian calendar previously to Pope Gregory forming the Gregorian calendar. Mm-hmm. Now, Herbert Illig believes that Pope Gregory created the Gregorian calendar to cover up conspiracy 
to account for this 348 year discrepancy. And he did some digging to try and to find, see if there was any evidence to back up this claim. And he found it. Mm-hmm. He found evidence, he found clues for the period of the Middle Ages. The period of time I mentioned earlier. 614 AD to 911 AD. Because there is a distinct lack of any record or artifacts belonging to this time period. Now, the Phantom Time Hypothesis proposes the conspiracy took place to allow Holy Roman Emperor Otto III to rule in the new millennium, in 1000 AD. Elig believed that Otto conspired with Pope Sylvester II and the Byzantine Emperor Constantine VII to move themselves from the 7th century to the 10th century. Illich stated the Roman Empire kept detailed records up until 610 AD, the supposed starting of the Dark Ages, and then written history stops for 300 years. Mm, how convenient. On top so of what the, So what happened in them 300 years? Well, that's the thing. The evidence that he came up with kind of showed that nothing happened during those 300 years. Mm. Because the architecture of 476 AD was identical to the architecture in 1000 AD. That there were no technological advances during this 300 years. There was no new structures built, or next to no new structures built during this 300 year period. So we all just sat about for 300 years? You, one would think. You know... European castles. There's no traces of them be of any new ones being built during that time. Plenty of castles before, plenty of castles after, but during that time, no, no new castles were built. Now, according to Illig, there was a document, or there is a document, I should say, that claims seventeen hundred new structures were built during the three three hundred year period. But when Illig traced those buildings, mm-hmm. 97% of them were just gone, without a trace. No evidence they ever existed. Which led him to believe the document was a forgery. Mm-hmm. Now, you might think that there would be at least some archaeological evidence of this time period, even down to human remains. But I've got one for you. It kind of ties in with this. Have you ever heard of Tartaria? Um, no. It's a civilization that did but didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And it was a mud flood. And it wiped it out. And it's like... All the governments and stuff have just pretended it never existed. Right. And all the architecture and stuff. There is the odd picture of it. Uh-huh. It's just out of this world. So you'll have to look at that. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Tartaria or something. I don't know, for some reason, it, it's making me... Th- it, it, it sounds like Tartarus, which is something dealing with the Greek underworld. I think I think Tartarus is the prison that the Titans are kept in, like Kronos, Zeus's father. Um, so it's like a, a prison in the underworld 
to keep the Titans in. But, as I said, you would think there'd be at least be some human remains. Even if there's no structures, there'd be human remains. Mm-hmm. Archaeologists, archaeologists couldn't find any human remains either. And in 1986, archaeologists not, did really notice that there's very little evidence of medieval towns during the period of 650 AD to 910 AD. Mm-hmm. And Germany has no evidence either attributed to this time period. There's, there's nothing. The, the only thing there seems to be a record of from this time was Charles the Great, also known as Charlemagne. And he started off as king of, king of the Franks. Uh, then I think he got crowned king of somewhere else. That was in 768 AD. And then in 800 AD, he gets made the Roman Emperor. The first Roman Emperor since the start of the Dark Ages. Because until then, there wasn't there was there was no emperors anymore. But the Phantom Time hypothesis claims Charlemagne never existed. So there are claims that Otto III created Charlemagne in his own image, and some scholars have claimed that Charlemagne achieved too much for just one person to achieve in one lifetime. Yeah. You're all dealing with sciences, the new laws, what have you. Especially when you consider that for 44 of the years out of his 46-year reign, Mm -hmm. he was at war. So it was only two years while he was in power that he wasn't fighting some battle. And yet, while at war for these 44, 44 years, he found the time to do all these new laws, you know, restructure the education system, you know, advances in science and what have you. There's no way one person could do that. No. It's, 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 I mean, I could, but... Yeah, but you're a, you're a cat stuck in a human body. But yeah, it would take somebody several lifetimes to accomplish it all. So what was the purpose of Charlemagne? Why did Otto, why would Otto have created Charlemagne? Well, the idea was that it would legitimise Otto III's claim to rule. Uh-huh. I think he was supposed to be descended from Charlemagne. And that was why there's this 348 year discrepancy. Because Sylvester, Otto, and Constantine shifted the calendar 300 years or 348 years so that they were pushed into the new millennium and just created this character who ruled during this 300 year period that Otto was then descended from. To legitimise his own claim. So they've literally made another timeline. Yeah. And you know what time it is now? It's debunking time. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, sorry, did you think I was going somewhere else? <laughs> I say, really? So, that, that's the story of the Phantom Time Hypothesis. That, that's, you know, the, the, the theory behind it. You know, evidence and what have you to support it. But how accurate is the hypo- hypothesis? Well, yeah. let's, let's, be, let's begin with. To begin with, oh, Illig didn't have all of the information that he needed. He didn't do enough research. First of all, this time discrepancy is already noted in history. What happened is that Pope Gregory didn't base the change of dates from the start of the Julian calendar in 45 BC, but from 325 AD. Why 325 AD? Because the first council of Nicaea had already made a three-day adjustment in 325 AD. So that meant Gregory only needed to do ten days. Right. Because an adjustment had already been made. Just not where Herbert was claiming it had been made or by who he claimed had made the change. And the change was documented. It wasn't hidden. It wasn't a conspiracy. He just didn't look hard enough. Mm-hmm. Um, all that evidence to show that the Dark Ages did in fact happen, that these 348 years did, did actually exist, that we are really in the 21st century is Haley's Comet. Now, Haley's Comet is visible from Earth every 75 to 76 years. Yeah, I've seen it twice. Yeah. And records for it go back as 475 BC. Now, during the 300-year gap, gap in European records... Haley's Comet was still being recorded in the Chinese records. So the Chinese have got records dealing with the Dark Ages. Mm. China wasn't part of the Roman Empire. So when the Roman Empire fell, causing the sort of the Dark Ages, China didn't get affected by it, at least not in the way that the rest of us were. And when the Roman Empire fell... Society across the world was just thrown into chaos to the point where only 5% of the population could read or write because people were too busy trying not to starve. So there was no time for reading or writing. There was no time for any advancements in technology or architecture because it was all about survival. I mean, you know, when you see movies like Mad Max, post-apocalyptic worlds, there's not really any time for advancements in anything to try and rebuild society because people are too busy trying to survive. You know, it's a barren wasteland, you know. You know, you need water and you need food, you know, and everyone's turning on each other to to survive. And probably like that during the Dark Ages... You know that that was their ver- ver- that was their version of Mad Max. You know the post-apocalyptic future. Yeah, but if, I mean, if you are going to like rewrite history and stuff, that would be the perfect time where no one could really read our read our write. Which is why I was thinking Herbert was thinking. You know that period, nobody. You know, there's been claims that nobody could read or write, but oh well, no, you know, blah blah blah. I know it was just a case of 
nobody could read or write, so nothing was getting noted down until society started rebuilding. And I'm, I am fascinated by the fact that it took three and a half centuries for society to get back on track after the fall of the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened to be the likes of Otto III who were bringing society back. Now, did Charlemagne exist? He most likely did. Was his resume exaggerated? It most likely was. He would have had others around him helping him. Yeah. But he wasn't doing it alone. And let's face it. Exaggerating his resume to make it look like he was a one-man army or, you know, the, the messiah of the period. Yeah. It wouldn't be the first time the Roman Empire or the church exaggerated accomplishments or abilities of someone, would it? You know who I'm talking about. Jesus. And your tears. <laughs> well. <laughs> and to further cement, like, to further prove... It's further evidence that Charlemagne really did exist. If he was fake, if he was part of conspiracy for that time, you know, the deed was done, you know, he served his purpose, you know, the character of Charlemagne had served his purpose. Yeah. Right now, they are in the process of granting sainthood to Charlemagne. If he was fake and it was all a conspiracy by the church, why would they be granting, trying to grant a sainthood? Why would they be trying to grant a sainthood to somebody who never existed that they themselves created? As to a make it even more real? But then that would be blasphemous to the whole point of sainthood. Well, I think they've crossed the light to start with, like changing the fucking timeline. But that's just that. Well, in, in what way are you talking about the timeline? That the, the the phantom time hypothesis, or just trying well, to shift gears for Easter? I think with their Julian just trying to like all of it's a bit weird, you know. Like, but what I'm trying to say is that the phantom time hypothesis is wrong, right? Because it was all based on this three hundred and forty, this three day discrepancy. Aye. Based on the ten-day shift Pope Gregory did, because Herbert hadn't realised that the first Council of Nicaea had already done a three-day shift to try and bring the calendar back in line with the mm-hmm. spring equinox. Right. So there was no three hundred-year discrepancy. It was Herbert Illig not doing enough research. You're telling me, I've sat here for the last four hours, and it's not even real. Exactly. Well, thanks for that, Drew. You're very welcome. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think, listeners? I know what I think. You've got to tell this before we started this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could have done, but then that would have spoiled the surprise. Do you tell me about what's going to be in Richie's Corner before we're there? Richie's Corner? Richie's Corner? Yeah. Richie's Corner. You know, the bit that once I'm finished talking about whatever topic I'm talking about, you know, you then have your bit where you go, you know, where you get to talk about what you talk about. Cue the music!
you know, you blasted my eardrums off of that uh, cue of the music. Shut up. Okay, so welcome to Richie's Corner. We're now so relaxed. Sexy voices and stuff. Okay, so today we're going to start off with a dad joke. Um, the Scarecrow, no, why did the Scarecrow win an, win an award? Because he did a stand-up job? Because he was outstanding in his field. <laughs> Random facts. Did you know that a house cat can run up to 30 miles an hour over short distances? I did not. No, you didn't. Blueprints are called blueprints because photosensitive chemicals used to make copies of the documents turn blue when exposed to light. Did you know that? No, I thought they were just diagrams printed on blue paper. Mm, Today is National Siamese Cat Day. Ooh. I really don't like Siamese cats. And they don't like you either. Do you know why I don't like Siamese cats? Because of Lady and the Trump. Mm. We are Siamese. You're a bit evilly. Is it because those two cats, those two cats, and, and, and that I have never been able to like Siamese cats? Did you know that there's a bird called the blue boobio? I didn't know. Now we do. Is it related to the blue tip? No, oh, Susie, is it related to the blue I tip? No. No, you got a bird called the blue tip, and then what was it? Blue boob. Boobio. Oh, boobio. So, we've got an update from Barbara Squat Pump. Um, she's more than a friend of the show now, she's more like the family. Barbara, isn't that whose marriage I broke up? That's the one. Hello Richie, an update on my life. I have recently been contacted by a handsome younger man. A fireman with a Diet Coke body. We've only been talking so far, but we're going on a date at the weekend. We got in contact with each other due to us both listening to the show. I will let you know what happens. Love, Barbara. Thanks, Barbara. Let me know and good luck. Good luck, Barbara. Uh, and this one's from Sean from Newcastle. Oh. Hello, lads. Just found the show. Nice to hear some local lads. Best of luck. Love, Sean. Cheers, mate. Love you too, Sean. Back to the love. Um. Now we've got Tina from Cardiff. Hello Richie, my husband is worrying me. I seen him cycling in our local town, wearing suspenders, high heels and a feather boa. His wig was blown in the wind, everyone was laughing at him. I've got a question. Where the hell did he find a bike? There's no one that's just worried. You've just actually ruined it. Um... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Drew. Uh, I can't believe that he didn't tell me he bought a new bike. Thanks, Richie. Oh, this is fitting. P.S. Why is Joe Wanga? I don't know. He just is. In the words of Lady Gaga, I was born Shut this up. way. Shut up or you'll go in the garden. <laughs> right, this one's from Christina from London. I think my cat is going to leave me. She has been getting dressed up going out all night she's recently got her hair done every time I ask her I get a mouthful of abuse and told to 
But yesterday, I found a small suitcase filled with clothes, dreamies, and a travel edition of Scrabble. What should I do? Thanks, Richie. P.S. Can I have a picture of your penis with a small Santa hat? Well, <laughs> doesn't your brother already have a picture like that? Yes. Well, I'll tell you what you should do. Not you. But, um, Ka- uh, Christina. Christina. Christina from London. Christina London era. This is what you should do. You should find that Scrabble set and pinch all the vowels. Oh, you said you said just some. Oh no, she's from London. It was from Cardiff. Hey, I am Tina. Tina, never mind. Yeah, that's pin, the one that you ruined. Pin, yeah. Pinch all the vowels. I was, I was going to make a joke there about the Welsh not having any vowels. <laughs> there it is. I was getting the, 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 the getting them mixed up. Well, thanks for that, Drew. You've successfully managed to ruin Richie's corner again. <laughs> Uh, are you got anything you want to read out? Um, yes, actually, we have got some emails. Anyways, I was... <laughs> so, the first email we have is from a listener called Craig. Hello, Craig. Hi, Craig. Well, hello, Drew and Chip Boy. <laughs> I've been putting on a bit of weight recently. Oh, haven't, haven't we all? Haven't we all been putting on a bit of weight? Don't worry, Craig. We're, we, we, we feel you. But we can't feel too much of you because we're that fat ourselves. We can't rock the arms up. Yeah, yeah, we can't hug people anymore. Yeah, just can't get we're close We're just like enough. blue wheels. We're just kind of bouncing at each other. I know. Really. You know, you've got the government telling us to like, uh, arm bump each other, but us fat souls, we just belly bump each yeah, other. Yeah, we haven't had that problem for years. <laughs> well, the wife has suggested I should do lunges to stay in shape. Um, how about you just lunge right out the window, mate? <laughs> but I think that that would be a big step forward. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Oh, fuck's sake, man. The wife also thinks I'm thick. Well, if you would be putting weight on, yeah. Mm. A bit thick around the belly. Uh, she thinks I'm a bit thick since I only know 25 letters of the alphabet. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Anyways, about the show personally, I think what would make it better if we just had one week about Richie speaking about his penis, <laughs> but then again, it won't be very long. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, Drew, don't worry if your tits smell like dog food, mine smell like a wet jock strap. Look, Craig, Richie's wrong. My tits don't smell like dog food. Smell like something worse. I'm just also wondering if you can start doing competitions for your listeners. I've only won once in a competition. It was to milk a cow blindfolded. <laughs> Thanks, um, Uncle Jimmy. Anyways, keep up the work. Use are <coughs> terrible. Oh, I, Richie, remember that time. Oh, that time, I. Ah, Uncle Jimmy. That yeah. was great. That was oh. great. Yeah, so we've got, we've got an Uncle Jimmy in the mix now as well, have we? Thank you so. So Craig, his wife, and his Uncle Jimmy. Yes. I've got a question for you, Craig. 
Has Jimmy been asking you to milk the cow blindfolded again since? Well then, the next email is from you pleb. <laughs> Hello, you delightful pussies. Love you, Richie. I. Th oh dear, oh dear. It looks like I'm in trouble. I find that highly unprofessional that you told whoever this Ben character is to go f himself. Drew, if you had even half a brain cell, you would know that isn't even possible. You know what, you pleb? You're absolutely right because I only have a quarter of a brain cell. P.S. Bob Lazar doesn't waffle nearly as much as you. P.S.S. Sorry, you pleb, that should have been P.P.S. Hey Barbara, how are you doing? Oh, I wonder if you plebs are ah. firemen. Oh. oh my god, this is uh, uh, This is getting interesting. We've got a love affair right here in the, in the studio. Right in Richie's corner. Ah. <laughs> and P S S S oh, well, whatever. Dave, your wife's ah. is the coast and that ah. is never clear of crabs. Sincerely, your number one fan, 88. Well, it's a strange name. Let's see, why, why, why did I say that to Ben? Let's go back to Ben's email. Um, oh yeah, Ben was saying that I talk too much and I sound like a bag of cats being hit repeatedly off the wall. Yeah, you do. Well, Anyways, this is Richie's corner. Shut the f*** up. I know. Well, you know the thing is, was that with Richard Corner. In fact, just the show in general. Whenever you open your mouth, you talk. <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> it seems to be hating on me. So, yeah. so if I want to tell someone to go make love to themselves, I'm going to do it, <laughs> whether it's physically possible or not. No, I tell you what, it is possible. Mm. If I could find a genie. You've seen the Wishmaster movies, haven't you? Short old joke. <laughs> Is there any more uh, emails? Well, there was another one from you, Pleb, um, that was, but that was just a, uh, a link to a song for me to listen to. Oh, right. Because, because the chorus um, specifically was was about me. Um, no, it could be a bit of a canter if I wasn't so much of a wanker. wanker. Right. Time. So. We are going to have a competition, so I'm going to say a sentence, you guys have to finish it in an email or a letter, and the funniest line wins a year's supply of dog food. I don't care if you don't have a dog. So I was walking down the street and my pants fell down. I bent over to pick them up and then suddenly then you guys finish the rest. Send your funniest will win. Send your answers in to curious.podcats at gmail.com and I will be having no say whatsoever in who is the winner. Absolutely not. Right, I think that's it for uh, for Richie's Corner. Just make sure. I, yep, back to the podcast. So that was the travesty that is Richie's Corner. And we've had our main topic this week, so 
I think that was quite uh, quite an entertaining Richie's Corner. <laughs> it was. It, it was. was. My 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 yeah still hurting a bit though from from you yelling. That wasn't me. So we're gonna have word of the week. But this week we've got its own little jingle. It has? Mm. Word of the week. We should have some music accompanying it at some point. Well I'm sorry I haven't got a built in guitar in my ass. Could have fooled me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so word of the week. Let's see, so my word of the week is knucklehead. How fitting. I know, because we're a couple of knuckleheads. Complete idiots. What's yours? Kebab. Don't tell me. I won't. You can eat it, can't you? Yes. Yes, you can. What is it with you and always having food for your word of the week? I don't know. I guess I'm just hungry every week because no one feeds us when I come here. You cheeky sort of. I offered you my leftover fish and chips. Yeah, but... Okay, okay, I'm sorry. still in your beard when you offer it. I'm sorry that there was no smoky sausage left over to offer you with it as well, but I just love that stuff too much. And the smoky sausages usually get eaten first. Perfect. Not just because I like sausages. Mm-hmm. That's your mind that went there. Right, got anything else? Don't think so. Well then, seems a bit, bit of an anticlimactic end in a way, doesn't it? Does, it? Isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's just. It's I mean, I'm sorry if I if I uh, if I've somewhat let you down, but you always let me down. Well, you know what it is? Why didn't you do the podcast with someone else? You know what? I think I might as well because at this rate, all you do is. Podcast.